Hello, hello, welcome to episode 21 of All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Libraries podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I am your host, Michelle Snyder. And I am Jacob Maracle. And today we are here in an intimate little room, and it is just me and Jacob and Jacob's cast. Yeah, it's three, <laughs> three-fourths of Jacob. Right so, point. Jacob, I notice you have... You have a new addition to your wardrobe today. I do, I do. I I, I broke my wrist at hockey this week, so oh boy. I am down and out of action for a little bit. But you know, this just me gives me an opportunity to be a little goofier with our with our podcast. Were today. you by chance wearing the jersey that my dad gifted you? Because then I could blame him, like that he cursed it or something. As much as I would love to say <laughs> I wore a cursed jersey, no, it didn't fit the team's color scheme, so I was not wearing the jersey. So. Are you in, are you in a lot of pain? Do Not, I do I need the question is do I need to be gentle with you today? No, no, I I'm good to go. Okay. However, if so I can of, treat you like garbage, like I like I like to do. I I almost prefer it. Actually. <laughs> okay. But you know I I will say that if some of these choices today seem a little wacky, that's exactly oh no. why. Oh you're, you're no! Gonna, you're gonna like some of the ones I got today. I these hope. are these are prescription med picks. <laughs> is that what this is? <laughs> Yikes! I'm a little nervous <laughs> about that. But so we wanted to continue on with some of our favorite. Um, just overlooked films, things that we thought were really great that you guys might enjoy that just never got the press that they that they really deserve. And I should we should probably jump right into it because um, I don't know. Is there a chance you might nod off on me over there? I, I'm more worried about us running out of time. I think that's a bigger one of our pet peeves. But you, I mean, there's no five hour energy. I feel like you're not gonna. You're well, gonna know how to handle yourself. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun show. I'm liking where I'm not sure what's gonna happen. Because it's earlier than usual. Oh, it's, it's earlier cool. than usual. We're in a different room, and this room doesn't. Clips. Yeah, it doesn't allow us to add clips to the episodes, and it makes me really mad. Yeah, well, it's gonna be harumphing, I think. But. I'm gonna have to do a lot more singing. Um, okay, awesome. so we're gonna hop into it. So the first movie I'm gonna recommend is super weird because that's how to start off a Monday. That's how we roll. Yep, but it is called Coherence. Okay, so yeah, not many people do. So it takes place um, at this dinner party, and it's there. It's on the night of this uh, astronomical anomaly. There's like a passing comet overhead, so everybody's like, "Oh, cool!" There's this passing comet, and there's eight friends, and they're at this dinner party, and they start experiencing this really troubling chain of, we'll say, reality bending events. Okay. Um, I, I really can't even explain it. Just like the power goes out at their house and then they're like, well, we should go to a neighbor's house and inquire. And then things start to get really weird. And it's um, the movie is kind of like part cerebral sci-fi and part relationship drama. Hmm. But it's really tightly focused. Um, it's intimately shot. It's it's low budget. But, you know, that doesn't take away from the film at all. It, there's like there's really good tension I, know, I never had a problem with low budget. Some people no, not do. when it's when it's well done. It doesn't matter if it's a good storyline. But uh, there's a lot of like really complex mysteries that unfold throughout. And I feel like because it's less budget, it really shows the whole like less um, is more. Mm. You know that can come out. It can still be really exciting. You don't need like. <laughs> Over the top, like explosions and this and that to really pull you in. So. Yeah, sometimes not having like the extra money to do stuff kind of makes you focus and get more creative with your stuff. And, and like, it, yeah, and make for a better, better um, art, art when you do that kind of stuff. Absolutely, like look at the little stuff. So it's really, it's very stunning. It's mind scrambling, um, and I think it's one of the best science fiction films that's come out recently. Because the movie, I mean, it's not that old. I'm gonna say like five, 
six years. The, okay. the, the years just fly away, but uh, but it's pretty cool. I remember um, Jordan was the one who had recommended the film, and there a is... A dicey process. Yeah, but it was actually it was a really good one. And there's a scene in the movie that involves, like, this little box that they get and they open, and it has, like, pictures of the people in it, and then it has, like, a mysterious item. It's very weird, but it's kind of... Um, integral to the storyline so i ended up making one of those boxes for jordan Mm -hmm. and i put like a picture of like me and my husband in it in an object and put it on his desk and he took a picture of it and he actually tweeted it to the director and the director like wrote back he's like that's amazing (laughs) like i love it because like that's from the movie so that was also awesome that's pretty sweet yeah yeah so check out coherence all right i actually might that sounds like a oh yeah no you'll you'll totally do like my astronomical anomalies yeah no you'll dig it speaking of astronomical anomalies yes first one i've come up with my list coming from the late uh, late 80s early 90s killer clowns from outer space (laughs) have you seen the uh, the killer clowns you know i've only seen bits of it but it actually looks it looks wonderfully terrible killer clowns is fabulous it's an example of what great like puppet and makeup work can do because the oh, clowns you love puppets too love this puppets. is on your list of, of favorite puppet <clears throat> movies i forgot you had a whole ton of those anytime you can get some physical effects over cgi you know i'm all about it but yeah. especially in that little that sweet spot in the 80s where everything was right before cgi but they were at their pinnacle of doing model work and all that but those oh. clowns are horrifying looking they're they so are. like like fat and frumpy and they look like they're just made of rubber and they're all crinkly looking. yeah like they're, super they're, crinkly they're horrifying um, but basically what this movie is about is uh, these clowns arrive in this small town from outer space. They arrive in their spaceship, which is, of course, a giant circus tent. What else? <laughs> the clown motif goes throughout the entire movie, I assure you. They, they have their killer cotton candy. They have uh, popcorn that comes to life to eat people. They are killing people with shadow puppets. They're t- <laughs> they're, and all because they want to, like... Get them back to their thing so they can drink their blood and eat them because that's the I mean whole that, point. I mean, that story checks out. Um, what else would they want? It's an absolutely ridiculous, goofy, sci-fi horror movie, but with a little bit of comedy thrown in. And it's one of those flicks, the first time you see it, you're like, this seems like the stupidest title, the stupidest everything that you could possibly watch. And then you watch it and you're like, you know what? I had a good time watching that movie. Okay. Did not expect to enjoy it. It's just great. The title I like alone. the funny kind of scary movies. I have one of those I'm going to do too. At oh, some point. yeah. This one is just, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. All right. Killer I, Clowns with a K on the clowns, by the way. I hope I hope my dad approves of that choice of yours. <laughs> he's going to so. go, go pick it up right away. He's like, Killer Clowns. Yeah, shit, like that's it. the one. All right, moving on. Oh my God, man! I have got like a frog stuck in my throat or something. I am no. just clearing it. Stop it's all it! Dry. You can Jeez. do whatever you want. You're perfect. You're injured. Jeez, Louise! You're just you're a little baby. I yeah. Right. I'll take care of you, but for real, cut it out. I know. Um, I can't, okay. I can't help it. So my next choice is a movie called James White. So the it's character to John Wick is not not even close. Got the same initials. That's. Is that is that a thing? Is that how most people are connected? If you have the same initials, you might be related. It's not not how they're connected. <sighs> this is this is why there's an epidemic. <laughs> you should not be on this medicine. Anyway, so the movie James White. So the character of James White is played by Christopher Abbott, which he might be known. He was on that TV show Girls. I didn't really like that show too much. No, I hate that show. I hate that show a lot because I really hate Lena Dunham. Good. We're, we got something to bond over. <laughs> yeah. She's terrible. She's the I know worst. Ke- Kelly's listening this right now, and she's really sad because she loves girls and Lena Dunham. But I didn't like that show, but there was this guy in it. I don't know. He he dated one of them. Um, 
But I, I kind of thought he was kind of eh in the show, like the episodes I watched. But in this movie, he is really great. And I was like, oh, this guy is actually like a solid actor. So the story is about him and he's like a troubled 20 something, you know, he's trying to stay afloat in New York City and he just starts retreating into self-destructive, like hedonistic lifestyle. Um, And but his mother, he finds out, you know, she's battling cancer. His mother's played by Cynthia Nixon. Okay. From so from Sex in the City, who does a really great job, like a really good role. You know, you don't see her in a lot of stuff. And so because of this, he's forced to really take control of his life. And as like all this pressure sort of mounts on him, he must find just like in himself new reserves of strength or, you know, risk just kind of imploding mm. completely. And it's really just like I feel a really powerhouse uh, performance from him. And the whole movie is really powerful and emotional and it kind of demands your attention. So it's like sort of a simple storyline, but you're just like watching him like slowly self-destruct, but he's like a good boy and he loves his mom, but he's like dealing with all of this and it's hard to deal with it at that age. And it's just really good. There's just a lot of movies where you're like, that's a movie. Like it's just good acting, good storyline, really powerful, can't look away, even though a ton of stuff isn't happening. So. This isn't on my list, but you know those self-destruction movies, another one that's pretty good is mm. uh, Shame with Michael Fassbender. Did you ever see that one? Oh, Shame. I can't really handle Shane. It's a it's a tough movie to watch at points. It's a really tough pre- movie to watch. Pretty good. Um, I mean, we can't get into that one. That's a little X-rated for this particular show. But Oh, it's legit X-rated. Michael Fassbender has many scenes where he's not wearing any clothes the fir- whatsoever. <laughs> the first scene of the movie, he's not wearing anything. It yeah, comes right. straight out the gate with some full frontal nudity on that one. Yeah. So you have to be prepped for that. Yeah. Be ready. But, you know, if you're looking for self-destruction, uh, That's James by White, the director. Shane. Who did, uh, what was his big one? He, did he do 12 Years a Slave then? Uh, I think he might have, yeah. Yeah, that's him. That was like his big. So he had done like some indie ones. I hope I'm right on that. Well, I can't look that up, but I'm pretty sure that that's the director. Yeah. We'll check. Well, you definitely made the work up because 12 Years a Slave, better movie, you know, considering it won Best Picture and everything. So. Oh, that was a, oh, yeah, that was a great movie. Another one to go check out, everyone. All right, so as an example of how it's not always the cast that makes a good movie, sometimes if you have a terrible plot. Is that, was that a pun? Because, like, you're wearing a cast? It is now. <laughs> See that? I don't yes. even know what I'm doing. <laughs> Top of your game. So next up, I'm going to do Virtuosity. Did you ever see that movie? Virtuosity, no. stars Denzel Washington and Russell Crowe in his first uh, American movie. Wow, first yeah. Russell Crowe. Yeah, first Russell oh, Crowe. He's trying to do an American accent with varying degrees of success. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but the movie is about, this is back in Denzel's late 90s action-adventure movie phase. Good time. Um, yeah, I got another one on here I might mention later uh, for him in that phase. Um, but he plays a cop who is giving training. This is set in the near future, which I haven't seen it in a, like a little bit, so it might even be set in 2018 now. But it's one of those ones where like they're using VR to test out police training and they it's one of those movies where they kind of like assumed what computers were going to look like in the future and got <laughs> like it so terribly that. terribly wrong <laughs> yeah. that it's unless it's philip k dick because he knew everything that was going to happen like his books are always spot on yeah. for how things are yeah it's a little little creepy sometimes actually <laughs> getting a little too close to man at the high castle at some point yeah, nowadays. Oh so um yeah so denzel is a former cop actually who is in jail for murder which they get into throughout the movie um but russell crowe plays a computer program sid 6.7 which is put together by this company to train police which is basically just an amalgamation of all of the 
of major serial killers throughout history. So he's helping train him. Yes. And At he, any point, does he go, are you not fully trained? He gets just about that hammy at <laughs> certain like points. That. Um, but then he gets out of the computer program through some replicating, yeah, exactly, through some replicating program, uh, and he gets into the real world where he starts going crazy and murdering people. And, of course, the only person who can stop him is the only one oh, who sense. could stop him in the computer program, which is convict Denzel Washington. Okay, Hopefully, that actually sounds awesome. It's a pretty fun movie. It's like Russell Crowe is up to 11. He is <laughs> going for broke in this movie. Like if you just tell somebody you get to play a non-human and you get to go absolutely insane with whatever you want to do, Russell Crowe's like, oh, I'm in. He's like, can I throw my cell phone at them? <laughs> well, like, <laughs> It's basically that level of crazy. He's If he could like twirl his mustache at points during that movie, he Cause, absolutely Because he's had a couple real life breakdowns. Like I know he threw the cell phone at the person in the hotel was a big one, but I feel like he's had a couple other real life. Well, he loves to fight. You know, Russell yeah. Crowe fighting around the world. They made a whole South Park episode about that. Did they really? Whole episode just about- He's always fighting. Russell Crowe fighting people uh, on his tugboat tugger. I don't, I don't know about the tugboat <laughs> part, but that's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's just a great late '90s action movie, um, over the top action, okay. ridiculous plot. Everything's looking well. Good production value, you know. Go check it out. All right. And it's the fun point of you get to see Kaylee Cuoco when she's like 11 years old in this movie as the one character's <sighs> is daughter. That the Big Bang Theory chick. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like, oh, now I can tell exactly how long ago this movie was made, and how long has Denzel Washington been making movies. All right. Poof. We got that all out. You didn't look sleepy. Well done. Okay, so another one. I know that we are both fans of this movie. I love this movie so much. I want the world to definitely see it. But it's called Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> it is the greatest. So good. I have recommended it to so many people, and no one has been disappointed that they've seen it. So it is about Tucker and Dale. And they are two best friends, and they're on. they go on vacation to... Uh, this dilapidated mountain house, which, mm-hmm. who bought it? I don't even remember. Dale, I think. And they're going to, like, fix it up and hang out in it. But because they're, like, hillbilly, hillbillies, <clears throat> they're mistaken for, like, sort of murderous backwoods hillbillies by a group of super obnoxious preppy college kids. So the kids, like, see them and, you know, they play, like, the scary. You know what? I don't even, I don't even totally want to give this movie away. So I'm just going to say that one of these college kids gets separated from her friends. Um, and let's say Tucker and Dale maybe try to lend a hand, but there's just a lot of misunderstanding this... that takes place in this movie. And it is, so it is like a horror film, but it is much more a comedy film. It has some of the best lines. I mean, I'm brought to tears when I watch it. Yeah. It's one of those movies that like, it seems like we're dancing around what it's about. And it's because we are. Because if we, we don't want to spoil this. Yeah, because it really will. <laughs> this is one of those movies that when you realize what is going on, it just, it, <laughs> makes, it makes your day. You feel so much better watching it. And it's cool because it has some scares. Like it has some really gruesome scenes. Oh, yeah. But it's so funny. And it really, it has like a lot of heart in it too. They managed to like... Yeah. Shove it all into one film, and like the acting's really enjoyable. I can't remember um, both of their names, but Tyler Labine um, is one of them. And then oh yeah, I don't know them at guy all. Guy who does the voice for KXO and Rogue One is the other dude. But they're just you've seen them. They're faces. They're Hollywood faces. You've yeah. seen them and stuff before. But they're both so good in their roles. They play it up to the hilt. So it's a good like Halloween choice, but it doesn't have to be. No, I, I, I mean, wouldn't even necessarily. It's a Halloween movie because only it's a because movie, it's only because it's scary. It's, but uh, it's definitely one of those ones you could watch all year round. It it is that is it is a laugh out loud. I'm just thinking of the part where he's like, "Hey kids, we got your friend." <laughs> There's a scene involving a wood chipper. 
that just every time I see it, it cracks me up went, so much. Let's just let's just spend the rest of the episode talking about the movie no one's seen. I just also when he's like, your friend must really be allergic to bees because he she was running faster than me. We're gonna give away all the games. I'm sorry. It's so good, people. So yes, good. You should go that one. That. Get that one first. Okay. All right. Next, um, in my ever. Ever widening ways to annoy you, Michelle. My next oh, movie. Why? I'm being so nice to you today. I know, I know. But this is going to be a good one. It's a John Carpenter movie. Mm. So the next one I'm going to recommend. it's The Thing. I'm not interested. It is not The Thing, which, mm. again, you should go see. The new, the old one, not the new one, which they named the same thing for whatever reason. Uh, but you just you, said Thing a lot of times. Sorry, go on. It's not my fault. Blame, go on. Blame the production companies. So the next one up is They Live. Have you ever seen that one? No, so no, but that's, yes, I've heard that that's actually yeah. kind of awesome. So it stars Rowdy Roddy Piper, professional wrestler. <laughs> Not important, but he actually does a very good job in the role that he gets in this movie of a homeless uh, construction worker. It's actually a movie that is is very prescient, actually, because especially in today's political and news climate, because the movie is... This guy is just living his life, doing what he can to get by, until one day um, he sees a raid on a church, doesn't know what the hell's going on. Um, he goes and gets this pair of sunglasses um, that he finds it just laying around. He's like, oh, this is just a random pair of sunglasses. I'm going to wear it. So when he puts it on, it changes the world from being in definite color to being more in a black and white situation. Mm -hmm. So he ends up seeing the world as it really is. So like advertisements and stuff will be like, or he's looking at money, for instance. Um, he's looking at it without the sunglasses. It just looks like money. Mm -hmm. When he puts the sunglasses on, it says like a phrase like, this is your God. Or it'll have advertisement that'll be like sleep or obey. And it turns out that as he's walking around, the earth was actually invaded by aliens like a long time ago. And they've been slowly manipulating the public into doing their kind of bidding through advertisement. Did you just spoil the whole movie? No, no, it's the, okay. no, it's like you find right in the box. Out. It's like right in the box. Of the movie. Oh. It's not, they're not that sounds to hide awesome. It and that then, sounds very big brothery. I like it. Yeah, so then it's like him just finding out, like, yeah, the war is already over. We lost, guys. So now it's like a matter of how, what do we do to try to stop this? And it's just so good. Like, All it's right. one of those sci fi movies, like low budget again, that you don't think it's going to be able to do anything. But I've always wanted to. To see that, so plus it has one of the iconic fight scenes in this movie in movie history. There is like a nine minute fist fight in a str in an alleyway halfway through this movie between wow. uh, Keith David, another great B movie actor, and uh, Piper. That's just it's so down realistic. You can't help but love it. Okay, cool. But the movie overall is better acted than it should be. The story is excellent. It's just people kind of forgot about it, but go check it out. Big brothery like stuff going. Oh, speaking of, I'm gonna interject something real quick. Okay, that's happening in pop culture. Have you heard of the new software that they've come out with? So, for example, if pretty much the long and short of it, let's say there's an like audio of you talking, saying like a sentence, they like can this like podcast for instance. Sure, sure. So they can like take it and change words in a sentence and make it still sound seamless, like change two words that you said, like change the order, blah, blah, blah. But if they have 20 to 40 minutes of your voice, which now exists out there in the world, of course. they can take all of that because I guess in 40 minutes, you use every sort of inflection that you'll ever use and every sound of a letter. Hmm. And they can create an entire conversation recording it will be your voice saying whatever they've typed in. So wow. it would be a recording of you talking of all things you haven't said. But now there's another company that's come out with another software. And this is all real. This is all stuff that's coming out where they take video. So let's say um, 
I don't know, we'll say like Obama. There's a million videos of him of him talking. Sure. Literally, you're seeing him talk. They're putting those like things like that they do for animation, like with Gollum. What like is that the, called? Uh, the Andy Circus. Yeah, yeah, where they put it all stuff. over your face to capture, you know, your mouth, your eyes, this and that. So they're doing that and they're able to connect it to the video. So if you move your mouth a certain way, it actually goes into this existing video and it can manipulate the mouth of that person. Oh, awesome. So now if you can type things in their voice and you can have someone say those things and move their mouth that way, you can manipulate the video so that all in all, you there will be a video of a person saying something and it looks like they're saying it and it's their voice, but they never actually did it. Oh, awesome. I was just like, that is the start of a movie or a book I would love, but not the start of like a world I want to live in. I mean, I just feel like there, there's going to be a point like there's nothing we'll be able to trust as real because people can either be like, I didn't say that. And we'll be like, yeah, right. Or they really didn't say that. It's and a, we'll be like, yeah, right. Like, I don't. It's a weird <laughs> technology question because I can totally see why they would create something. like that. Well, for films, they're like, yeah. oh, well, especially the voice, because people come in to do voice work. We didn't catch what they said, but it always sounds weird. So if we can just type it in and make it sound like their voice, like, sure, that's great. The moving of the mouth on existing video was some woman who was trying to like, it's almost like a ghost thing. She's like, well, I missed my mom who died. So now I can kind of see her still talking to me, which I was like, that's that's something all on its own. But it can do it with anyone. Yeah, it's like, I don't care for that part of it. That's a little bit of horrifying. No, you can literally like make a person saying horrible things if you wanted that they're like, I, I would, did not say that. That's not me, but who would believe it? You're like, I'm looking at yeah, you like saying I'm it. looking at you. All right, I, I'm sorry. It's awesome. a long digression. It's just been, since you were talking about They Live, it's been in my mind of like, oh, that's the next Great. horror series coming we, out. We didn't mean for this to become such a horrifying show. But. Yeah, So, but everybody seriously look into that because it's cray-cray. Okay, so my next movie um, that I really love is called Take Shelter. You see it? It's an early Michael Shannon film. You know how we love Michael Shannon. I love Michael Shannon. Yeah. I've seen, you know what? It's one of those ones I've always seen the cover, but I never watched the movie. You should. It's pretty good. So Michael Shannon plays this guy, Curtis. He lives in a small Ohio town with his wife, who's played by Jessica Chastain, okay. who's always great. And then they have like a hearing impaired daughter. And the money is really tight in the family, but they're like, they're really happy together. Like they're fine. But then Curtis begins having these really terrifying dreams about an apocalypse that is like threatening the whole community and he doesn't tell his wife he doesn't like confide in her about these dreams but he feels that they're like kind of like prophetic okay and that maybe it's telling him something so he begins building the storm shelter in the backyard and his behavior gets like really weird because of it it causes all this tension in their marriage it causes tension like in the community and as you're watching the film you really do not know if his visions are somehow real or if he's actually losing his mind, because I think he has like a history of mental illness in his family. So no one else is seeing like he'll see like some crazy, you know, flock of a thousand birds comes down and then he's like, oh, my God. And people are like, what? So it's very but it's so well acted. You know, it's a real powerhouse performance by him that you're just really not sure if he's right, if he's wrong. Um, and it's just another really good blend of like, drama and terror just by your description uh michael shannon seems like the perfect actor for that he kind of was perfect and it, i think it might have been the first thing that i saw him in and then i was like oh who's this guy yeah. this guy's like a creeper little did i know he was 
forever creeper. Though. I think I saw him on Boardwalk Empire for the first time, and, like, okay. I, and then I was like, "This guy, there's something." But great actor, about like I, we're going to see so much from him. He's been how many Best Picture nominees? He had the mm-hmm. best Oscar story. Did you hear what he was doing during the Oscars this year? No. Yeah, um, while Shape of Water was winning a Best Picture, he was sitting in a dive bar in Chicago, just kind of watching the whole show. Of course, he beer. was. I was like, "You're awesome." I love that man. You're great. Absolutely. All right. Um, I think we probably got like one more each we can do. I'm going to jump over to the TV side of things, actually. Um, I'm going to go ahead and point out Hannibal, the TV show from NBC. Did you watch any of it? I didn't. It got canceled really quick, though, didn't it? It did because nobody watched it. It got canceled three times, actually. It got canceled after (laughs) every season. But it is. But it kept coming. How did it get canceled but come back? Because it's an amazing show. Um, I mean, it has Mads Mikkelsen, right? Mads Mikkelsen plays Hannibal. Um, That guy, one of the best, too. Oh, he is so underrated. I'm gonna. This might be a controversial topic. He is better as Hannibal than Anthony Hopkins is because he has more time to play with it. He gets so deep in the role. The show. I can't believe this show aired on NBC, Michelle. This is like terrible. Such a violent show. Like I can't even tell you some of the stuff that they did. Oh, they really pushed it. It was one of those. Like I thought it was. If it was going to be on HBO, like there's just blood splattered everywhere. There's serial killers left and right. Some of the ways that these guys murder people is just horrifying and it's all on there on screen on NBC for you to go but it's probably really well acted too because that guy is amazing. oh it's oh it's amazing casted um Brian Singer was the guy behind um mm. or I think it was Brian Singer is one of those guys he did like American Gods but or Brian Fuller I'm sorry Brian Fuller um but one of those guys that whenever you see his name attached to something you know it's going to be good and artsy um but the move the TV show actually covers almost all of the books except for Science of the Lambs because it's the only one they could not get the rights to do um, but the way that they weave all of these like different timelines and they all make it go into one coherent plot, um, like I said, the acting is spectacular. It's a why do you think it didn't do well? Uh, well Just a, too violent. It's too violent. Like it's not a very so maybe if it was on FX or something like Sons of Anarchy, Home, it might have done better. Yeah, because here's the problem with it: if it was on the ratings that it got, it would have been like the number one or number two show on FX or. Uh, sci-fi channel you know like those kind like the cable but because it was on network it was like super low rated because it was only getting like two or three million people a week okay so just by where it was i still i'm flabbergasted that it ended (laughs) up there it seems like the kind of show that netflix should be falling all over themselves to bring back no Uh, i I do want to see that i saw the first movie i think i saw on him is a foreign film called hunt which we'll bring up in some foreign film episodes but i was like this guy is crazy ever he was the bad guy in casino royale so like oh that's right yeah he's been killing it ever since he came over to america he's rogue one guy again to bring up that movie twice um but yeah hannibal the tv show if you're looking for a nice quick hit overall and three it's sometimes sometimes people recommend shows and you're like eight seasons i can't like tackle that but three seasons and then it's over three seasons 36 episodes i can handle that in and out of there you get to watch one of the best shows that nobody watched you get to feel all artsy and smart when you talk about it you have a then you have like a recommendation instead of just being like watch breaking bad you can be like i have have you seen breaking bad (laughs) have you heard of the show called game of thrones have you heard of the wire um okay cool so (laughs) this one i wanted to mention Oh, where to begin? So this movie is called Mary and Max, and it is a claymation. Okay. Um, which I don't want that to deter people because they're like, oh, animations, claymations. Claymation has to be the most difficult sort of film to make ever. For sure. To think that they're just making things out of clay, moving them a millimeter, 
like then remaking we, them and moving them a millimeter. I mean, it's hours and hours of work, and then you end up with like 20 seconds. Yeah, it goes all the way back to like Clash of the Titans with Ray Harryhausen and stuff. Like, oh, right? yeah, back then. Um, so the the main, you know, Clay characters, there's this lonely Australian girl who's played by Toni Collette. She's great. And then an elderly Jewish man um, who's played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Aww. He's so good. You actually can't even really tell that it's him. And so Philip, the, the Philip Seymour Hoffman character is in New York City. And then this girl's in Australia. And they develop a really unlikely friendship through letters. She kind of just picks a name in the phone book and then writes oh. a letter to him. And it spans over 20 years of this, the, in the two continents, and it tells the relationship between these two super different people. So the girl, Mary, she's this, like, chubby, lonely eight-year-old living in the suburbs of Melbourne. And Max is this severely obese 44-year-old Jewish man with Asperger's syndrome okay. living in New York City. And I have to say, because of the claymation, I started watching it with my stepdaughter. And then at one point, I was like, I think you should leave. Like, and it gets a little adult at does times. It, really? okay. it does. Um, it's definitely meant for adults. It's not meant for kids. But it explores, like, their bond that survives so much more than the, than the average, you know, friendships up, up and downs. It is so beautiful. It was incredibly moving. Some scenes made me really, really sad, but very hilarious and poignant. I feel like you can see the love that people put into crafting this. Like okay. you have to really believe in your work to kind of, you know, spend time doing that and creating that. Um, and that the sort of technical craft is really equaled by its um, just emotion. Mm. This All movie right. made me feel a lot. And especially if you can get that out of like animated movies. That's you impressive. get more out of this animated movie than a lot of films like a lot of even big stuff like huge star stuff that comes out you go to the theater you leave really disappointed i'm telling you mary and max is gonna make you absolutely feel i bet you might even cry no I i'm might. saying it you might i'm an easy crier what can i say all right all right well we are out of time again so as always everyone you can pick up all these um movies at your local library just head on down pick it up and if you have any questions or anything, make sure to send them to allbookedup at buffalolib.org. Buffalolib.org. Where can you find our show, Michelle? I mean, you can find it on SoundCloud. You can search All Booked Up. You can find it on iTunes. L- little known site. I mean, we're trying to add it other places. Yeah. Everything's a little slow going, but you can subscribe to us, follow us, you know, let us know how we're doing. We do want to let you know. Four star or better review. You know, I'm not allowed to talk about that. But uh, we will not be having an episode next week on the 30th. Um, I am out of town, and we need Jacob to really just rest up. I also need two arms to work. (laughs) He really, he really does. So we will be back on May 7th. And Jacob, um, I wanted to let you know so that you felt a little better about your situation and that it could have been so much worse. Did you know that humans are born with 300 bones in their body? But by the time a person reaches adulthood, they have 200 and 206 bones. Oh, I, I don't care for that at all. Because so many of them have like joined together to form one bone. So they, tra- they transform and they Voltroned up to a. They bone. literally do. They're like moving your body. So if they can like. Wait. So what you're saying is I'm Voltron. That's definitely not what I'm saying. I'm saying you could have had, if you were younger, there would have been an opportunity to break way more bones. And knowing that they fuse together to form like these King Voltron bones, like your arm's going to heal up real quick. I love it. I See? Love it. 
I got embarrassed. I actually broke my collarbone falling out of bed when I was a kid, so I'm happy that I don't have to. I like that deal so much. That's a perfect way to end everything. <laughs> and just know I will be making fun of Jacob for the next hour. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Bye.